Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is one of our mini episodes, which are supposed to be shorter versions of our main episodes. However, they usually turn out to be usually just the same size. Uh, I am Allie Screamel. I am Halissa Skolton. I'm Zombia Blaspooky. Ooh, good I, one. Okay, that, that wins for today. Um, we are continuing with Spooktober. Every episode is going to be something scary, occult, supernatural, something to gross you out. <laughs> Coming on Sunday, we have our seance with yes. John Tenney. Sunday at, I believe, 8 p.m. PST. And you can watch that on YouTube, on youtube.com yes. slash webcrawlers. So everyone should tune into that. We're maybe going to like summon the dead or something. He's giving us protection spells on Saturday um, so we can guard ourselves and our houses so like we don't get possessed by demons because that would not be tight. If you guys want to follow John Tenney on Twitter to kind of um, get, his vibe. get his vibe, he's really cool. He's, you know, a super successful ghost hunter 
Yeah, he's had TV shows. What is his handle? It's John. It's John E. L. Tenney. There you go. Why isn't he showing up when I search him? Did he block me? Did John Tenney <laughs> block me? Wouldn't be surprised. It's not the first, not the last. Uh, anyways, he's not showing up when I search for him. So <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um, so today we are going to be talking about the Bell Witch. Uh, Melissa, I thought, do you want to tell us a story and we'll comment as you tell us? I'd love to. I'll add some creepy music right here, too. Do, 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 do. It's just the alley time song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's alley time. Okay, so in the early 1800s, John Bell moved his family from North Carolina to Robertson County, Tennessee, settling in a community called Red River, which eventually became mm. Adams, Tennessee. And Bell purchased some land and a large house for his family, and over the next several years he acquired more land and he eventually got 328 acres and cleared a number of fields for planting it's a lot of acres it's a lot of acreage yeah so he was also made an elder of red river baptist church weird and the bells also had three more children after moving to tennessee they had elizabeth was born in 1806 richard in 1811 and joel in 1813 and then one day in 1817, John Bell was inspecting his cornfield when he encountered a strange-looking animal sitting in the middle of a cornrow. Uh-oh, something bad's about to happen. Yeah, it had the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit. And Bell shot several times and the animal vanished. And he thought nothing more about the incident, at least not until after dinner. And that evening, the Bells began hearing beating sounds on the outside walls of their log house. I can't even imagine what a dog rabbit would look like, to be honest. I think it would look like Asher. I mean, honestly, isn't it just like, I think they saw a chihuahua yeah, or a papillon. <laughs> How big was it? Like, what was the size? Was it like a small dog with a rabbit's face or was and it the a big... body of a dog and the head of a rabbit? Oh, so it could have been like the body of like a Rottweiler. And the head That's of a what rabbit. I was thinking. I was like a going tiny small. head. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even I looked it up online. I can't even find it. Dog body. Yeah, you can't even see. It. I keep I keep seeing uh, I keep seeing dogs in Easter bunny uh, ears. Maybe that's what it was. What did you type in? Because I typed in dog body rabbit face. Well, now <laughs> you already have that saved as one of your favorites. <laughs> I now type in bell witch dog and then you can see some stuff oh you know it kind of looks like um a lamb okay i see it now did you see this one with the red eyes okay yeah the red yeah eyes. i saw the one okay. with the red eyes yeah it's kind of big this one makes perfect sense but to be honest like keep scrolling down it could just be a black lamb that had big furry ears mm -hmm. yeah a cute little lamb yeah so the mysterious sounds continued and increased each night Bell and his sons often hurried outside to catch the culprit, but always returned empty-handed. Mm. And in the weeks that followed, the Bell children began waking up frightened, complaining that rats were gnawing at their bedposts. Ew. Not long after that, the children began complaining of having their bed covers pulled from them and their pillows tossed into the floor by an invisible entity. Oh my god, we just talked to that guy or in our mailbag episode who said that remember his pillowcases would be thrown off oh, in the middle of the night? Picture frames. They'd be thrown like yeah. onto the walls. Mm, maybe it was the dog rabbit. Yeah. As time went on, the bells began hearing faint whispering voices that sounded like an old woman singing hymns. Mm. 
The encounters escalated, and the Bell's youngest daughter, Betsy, began experiencing brutal encounters with the invisible entity. Oh, God. It would pull her hair and slap her. Often. Well, that sounds horny to me. <laughs> I, I am, after seven months in quarantine, I am down for that ghost to give me a visit. Uh, often leaving welts and handprints on her face. <laughs> Again, not mad at it. I don't hate this ghost. <laughs> I don't hate I it. I don't hate it. The disturbances eventually escalated, and John told his neighbor James Johnson about what was going on. And so Johnson and his wife spent the night at the Bell home, where they were subjected to the same terrifying disturbances that the Bells had experienced. And after having his bed covers removed and being slapped repeatedly. <laughs> oh my God. All right. I, I understand what this This is just a horny ghost. Johnston. This is spectrophilia. This is, remember, oh, just, just sex. sex with I mean, the ghost. We, we haven't heard that this ghost is having sex, but he's into foreplay. Yes. Uh, Johnson popped out of bed and yelled, In the name of the Lord, who are you and what do you want? (laughs) And the ghost said, I want you, you sexy beast. (laughs) Whoa. No, it didn't say that. Just kidding. It said there was no response, but the remainder of the night was relatively peaceful. Uh, The entity's voice got louder over time. It sang hymns. It quoted scripture. It carried on intelligent conversation. What? And once even quoted word for word two sermons that were preached at the same time on the same day, 13 miles apart. Okay. Uh, Word of the supernatural phenomenon soon spread outside of the settlement, even to Nashville, where then Major General Andrew Jackson took interest. Okay, we know him. We know Andrew Jackson. We know him. We know Andy Jackson. I do too. Stop looking at me, Maria. <laughs> we know him, right? <laughs> right, Allie? Allie, you've heard of him, right? <laughs> uh, so John Bell Jr., Drury Bell, and Jesse Bell, John Bell's eldest sons, had fought under General Jackson in the Battle of New Orleans. Mm. In 1819, Jackson decided to visit the Bell Farm and see what all this hoopla was about. And so Jackson's entourage... Con- Do you think the Battle of New Orleans was about which restaurant had the best beignets? It's uh, La uh, Dumond, Cafe Dumond, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. I don't think that's what it was. They won the Battle of New Orleans. It was who had the best crawfish. Oh, girl. <laughs> I prefer the re- the hotel that has the spinning carousel bar. The carousel. I've never been to New Orleans. It's nice. So as they approached the Bell property, the wagon stopped suddenly and the horses couldn't pull it. Whoa. And after That's several crazy. minutes Animals know. of cursing and trying to coax the horses into pulling the wagon, Jackson yelled, By the eternal boys, that must be the Bell Witch. Hmm. Then a disembodied female voice told Jackson that they could proceed and that she would see them again later that night. And then they were able to proceed across the property. So I guess he just like, she just wanted to be acknowledged, I guess. It seems like a common theme in like disembodied figures of like, it does. Yeah. They just need to be told like, I see you. I appreciate you. But get out of my way, you know? So one of the men claimed to be a witch tamer, and after several uneventful hours, he pulled out a pistol and proclaimed that its silver bullet would kill any evil spirit that it came into contact with. 
and he went on to say that the reason nothing had happened to them was because whatever had been disturbing the bells was scared of his silver bullets. That's sure it was. Yeah. Oh <gasps> what was that? That was so scary. That was someone at the door. <laughs> Who knocks at doors during in this age? That's crazy. I want to know what it is. I think I know what this is. Wow, weird because we were just talking about that. No, it's not that. It's something else. Oh. Okay, a special delivery of crawfish. Okay, so immediately the man screamed and began jerking his body in different directions. Uh-oh. <laughs> complaining that he was being stuck with pins and beaten severely. Something then kicked him out the front door. And the entity was pissed and announced that there was yet another fraud in Jackson's party and that he would be identified and tormented the following evening. So, now terrified, Jackson's men begged to leave the bell farm. They were like, let's get the hell out of here. But Jackson, on the other hand, insisted on staying so he could ascertain what the other fraud was. He wanted to get to the bottom of this. So... The men eventually went outside to sleep in their tents, but continued begging Jackson to leave. And what happened next is not clear, but Jackson and his entourage were spotted in nearby Springfield early the next morning, presumably en route to Nashville. I'm confused. Is this a ghost or a witch? Or is it a witch ghost? I believe it's a witch ghost. I don't know. It's a witch ghost. It's a ghost okay. witch. Also, at first, didn't they kind of make it seem like it was a boy, and and now it we it's revealed oh, it's a girl. I don't, oh, I don't know. It feels female. Now it feels female to me. I don't know. At first, I thought this disembodied voice was like a man reciting hymns, but I guess I I, I, I don't know why woman. I assume that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. So meanwhile, over time, Betsy Bell, one of the daughters, became interested in Joshua Gardner was a young man who lived nearby and they eventually got engaged and everyone was happy about their engagement well almost everyone uh oh the entity for unknown reasons to this day repeatedly told Betsy not to marry Joshua Gardner huh and so Betsy and Joshua's former school teacher Richard Powell had been noticeably interested in Betsy for some time and had expressed interest in marrying Betsy when she got older. Gross. He wanted to pull a Mary Kay Letourneau. Yeah. And so Richard Powell, the teacher who was 11 years older than Betsy, was a student of the occult. Oh. Although this has not been proved. It's kind of a rumor. And so he was secretly married to a woman in nearby Nashville, Esther Scott, during the time he spent at Red River flirting with Betsy. So he was married and flirting with this, his student. Ooh. Cool. So Powell told Betsy that he wasn't happy with her engagement, but wished her well. And so Betsy and Joshua couldn't go anywhere without this entity taunting them. Maybe Richard Powell, maybe Richard Powell summoned this weird ghost to haunt the family and like he was jealous. Yeah, or something. Yeah. So Betsy and Joshua couldn't go anywhere without the entity taunting them. And so Betsy's patience ran out. And on Easter Monday of 1821, Betsy broke off her engagement to Joshua. She'd had it. This ghost was bothering them too much. And so the disturbances decreased after Betsy ended the engagement. But the entity continued to express its dislike for John Bell and vowed relentlessly to kill him. Hmm. So it was like, it broke up Betsy's engagement and was like, okay, cool, but it was still tormenting the dad. 
cool, cool, what make up your mind, you know? <laughs> uh, so Bell had been experiencing episodes of twitching in his face and difficulty swallowing for almost a year. And by the fall of 1820, his declining health had confined him to the house where the entity tried removing his shoes when he tried to walk. What? <laughs> and slapping his face when he experienced seizures. What? Her loud, <laughs> oh, this is her. Her loud, shrill voice could be heard all over the farm, cursing and chastising old Jack Bell, as she often referred to him. So she went from saying Bible Bible verses to now cursing. She's three dimensional. She's a three dimensional, you know. Entity. Yeah, women contain multitudes. <laughs> she is moody. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along. And changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. So then John Bell died on the morning of December 20th, 1820, after slipping into a coma the day before. And immediately after his death, the family found a small vial of unidentified liquid in the cupboard. And John Bell Jr. gave some of it to the cat which died oh, no. instantly 
Do you think it was LSD and they were all just tripping? That's a possibility. It's crazy that they're like, oh, this might be poison. Let's test it out on our cats. Yeah. Crazy. No. Uh, the entity then spoke up, exclaiming, I gave old Jack a big dose of that last night, which fixed him. What? So it's this weird mystery liquid that apparently the witch gave to Jack. <laughs> and John Jr. quickly threw the vial into the fireplace where it burst into a bright bluish flame and shot up the chimney. Come on, fools. <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> sure it did. John Bell's funeral was one of the largest ever held in Robertson County, Tennessee. And as family and friends began leaving the graveyard, the entity laughed loudly and began singing a song about a bottle of brandy. This witch is drunk. <laughs> yeah. It is said that her singing didn't stop until the very last person left the graveyard. Ah, the entity's presence was almost non-existent after John Bell died, as if its purpose had been fulfilled. Or like John Bell was making it up. Or, yeah. I'm confused, because there's another John Bell who was a Tennessee politician. Is this the same guy? Oh, well, it might, it might be a relative. John Bell was an American politician, attorney, and planner, one of Tennessee's most prominent antebellum politicians served on the house of representatives and in the senate he was also speaker of the house and secretary secretary of war huh november 22nd 1847 to 1859 are those the same there is a descendant it says nothing of him being uh slapped around by a ghost <laughs> in his uh description so it'd be surprising well this this thing said in april 1821 it visited John Bell's widow, Lucy, and told her that it would return for a visit in seven years. And the entity returned in 1828, as promised. And most of its visits centered around John Bell Jr., with whom the entity discussed such things as the origin of life, civilizations, Christianity, and the need for a mass spiritual reawakening. Well, maybe that's where he got his inspiration and to so, run for Congress. And then this entity, like, peaced out three weeks later. It promised to visit John Bell's most direct descendant in 107 years. That would have been 1935, and the closest living direct descendant of John Bell at that time was Nashville physician Dr. Charlie's, Charles Bailey Bell. Nope, that's not him. And what happened to him? Did he get witched? You got witched. You got witched. He got <laughs> bell-witched. He wrote a book about the bell-witch in 1934... So the witch was supposed to come 107 years would be 1935, but there was no follow-up published and Dr. Bell died in 1945. It says that this haunting was the, um, was the basis for the Hollywood film The American Haunting, Ooh, which I've never heard of. The American Haunting. The basis for multiple television productions and the Hollywood film The American Haunting. Oh, interesting. So the entity... So the witch that tormented all these people is often blamed for unexplainable manifestations that occur near the old bell farm today. Like today, people are like, oh, weird thing happened, must be the bell witch. And the faint sounds of people talking and children playing can sometimes be heard in the area. And it's not uncommon to see candle lights in the dark fields late at night. This is... Photography is especially difficult. Some pictures taken in the area show mist, orbs of light, and other phenomena including human-like figures who were not present when the pictures were taken. And to this day, the cause of the Bell's torment remains a mystery. Well, this is just... 
that's the story of the Bell Witch. And that's the story of the you Bell Witch. You can visit the Bell Witch Cave. So what's the Bell Witch Cave? Yeah. That's where she lived? The cave and the farm, I guess. Uh, let's see. Where is this, Tennessee? You're the only 10 I see. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so many believe when the witch departed, she fled to the sanctuary of this cave, which is located oh. on where the Bell Farm used to be. Or the legend in which the cave is featured, young Betsy Bell and some of her friends had gone to explore the cave. And while they were there, one of the boys crawled into a hole and became stuck. Oh, no. A voice cried out, I'll get him out. And the boy felt hands grasping his feet and he was pulled out of the hole. And the bell witch gave the young explorers a lecture on reckless cave exploring. As one should. They have um, cave tours. Halloween at the Haunted Bell Witch Cave and Farm. That's fun. I wonder if they have apple cider. Hayrides, concession. They do. They have a concession stand. I bet they have kettle corn, too. They have Betsy Bell's Grave books. On TripAdvisor, um, Wolf Tracker 75 gave the <laughs> oh. bell gave the Bell Witch Cave one star. What? Oh no! Tell us why. And he says rude people went there to see the cave. Oh, sign said it was open, but the gate was chained. A truck was coming out, so we waited while they opened the gate to come out. Two people were in the truck and didn't even look our way as they drove past. A truck <laughs> behind them stopped in middle of the drive. The driver got out to shut the gate, so I went up to ask about the attraction. The gentleman rudely said the attraction has been closed all year, then turned his back on me. What attraction? It's been dead for 100 years. <laughs> this attraction's years. been dead for 100 years. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the merch, and they have some pretty good merch. Oh. They have two hats that are like some dad hats that say Bell Witch Cave on them that are pretty cool. Wait, American Haunting, Donald Sutherland, and Sissy Spacek. What? No way. Are you serious? From 2005. Oh, it only has 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Well, then that means it's good. The lower the tomato <laughs> rating, uh, the better the movie is, the riper the movie. Ooh, I like this shirt. I like the, the Bell Witch shirt. Historic Bell Witch cave. You can also go tubing. You can go tubing Ooh, in the area. Oh, I love tubing. Wow, this this seems like the best place on earth. I know. I want, like, is, anyone, is there like a farmhouse? Like, do people Yes, live there, there is, Melissa. There, Well, there's a, the Bell Cabin, and tours are available to go into the log cabin from the 1800s it's a replica okay and tours are eight dollars per person they accept visa and mastercard (laughs) this movie looks good so american haunting landowners in 1817 tennessee john and lucy bell experienced strange and terrifying events after fellow parishioners parishioners (laughs) parishioners find john guilty of loan sharking and his victim curses the bell family the incidents culminate in the daughter's apparent possession by demons so they they added a twist of loan sharking to this story (laughs) As they should. Every every haunting story you needs a loan this, shark. You know what this scary story needs? Some loan sharks. Why would this witch just want to get that one guy? I don't know, because she also tormented Betsy and her fiancé broke them up. So here's something that says, the himbo ghostbuster in the Bell Witch story is absolutely amazing. Himbo. Frank R. Miles. Frank R. Miles, that's the guy with the silver bullet. Oh, part of Andrew Jackson's... What, was he hot or something? Why is he a himbo? (laughs) He doesn't look particularly hot to me. In fact, there's only a drawing of him. This was before pictures were invented. (laughs) 
when were when were there pictures invented you could take pictures they had those old-timey pictures right yeah like the tripod then you had to stand still for a long time yeah they were taking pictures back in like the 1800s yeah there's pictures of like lincoln that's so crazy i don't know you just said it i believe everything you say oh no 2020 bell witch festival postponed no oh wow do you want to be part of spirit We have a few more roles we need to fill. Two young teenage adult boys for Joshua Gardner and Alex Gooch, an older gentleman ages 30 to 60 to play Reverend Gunn, Frank Miles. Wow. So you can actually um, play one of the reenactors in the Bell Witch Festival if you want. However, it's postponed for 2020 due to COVID. Well, sign me up for 2021, baby. Yeah, they have a Facebook page, the Bell Witch Fall Festival and and. Maria, since you have this acting background, I I mean, maybe this would be cool. Yeah. The acting background. To do. There's some, yeah, there's something in this house. Get us out of here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Help. get Help. out. Help. Help me. Abe Lincoln was not an attractive person. Uh, he has a lot of pictures with his hair really messed up. That I'm kind of liking. <laughs> he was really tall. <laughs> he That's was. What they say. Well, anyways, that is the spooky story of the Bell Witch. Uh, please come to our seance on Sunday, youtube.com slash webcrawlers, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we look forward to seeing you there. And if you're not a patron, join our Patreon to come to our Patreon-only um, Halloween costume party on the 30th. And we will be releasing more information about that then. Anyways, I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa the Silver Bullet Stettin. And I'm Maria... Um, Bell, Bell, Bell Suchi. Bell Scucci. Bell Suchi. Bell Su- I don't know how to pronounce yeah, or spell your Bell name. Bell Scucci. That's right. All right. Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.